This is the daily devotional from the Church of the Palms. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to tune in, and I trust and believe that uh, the Lord will speak to you or encourage you in some way today. Uh, my name is Dr. Stu Broberg. I'm one of the visitation pastors here, and uh, our scripture for today that comes from the lectionary is Psalm 105, and specifically verse 11. And it says, To you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. To you, Abraham, I will give the Lord the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. Uh, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be unto God. Let us pray. A great God, uh, now in this time, uh, Lord, you speak to all of us. Um, perhaps there is someone who is tuning in today who needs what you, the word that you will speak into their heart. And so we claim this time for you and to please use it for the upbuilding of people and of your church and to bless us. Uh, please bless this time and fill it with your spirit. And this I ask in Jesus' name, amen. I had the uh, privilege of serving a, um, a church in Des Moines, Iowa in the Midwest. And in the Midwest, there are a lot of colloquialisms um, that are interesting and kind of fun. And the one I'm thinking about is one where someone would say, you bet. And um, it uh, would, as in, uh, oh, are the, the Iowa Hawkeyes are playing on Saturday. You think they're going to win? And somebody would say, you bet. And bet was not just a single syllable, but had two syllables at least. You bet. Um, my devotional uh, for today is can God keep God's promises? And to that I say, you bet. So uh, the scripture, um, the lectionary passage from Psalm 105, uh, has God speaking to Abraham uh, and, and saying, uh, to you I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. Uh, this is referencing uh, back in Genesis 12:7, where uh, God promises uh, to Abraham, uh, to your descendants, I will give this land. Um, and also uh, at verse 2, God says, and I will make of you a great nation. Here are promises to Abraham from the Lord God Almighty. By the way, I am not weighing in in any way on any of the issues going on in the Middle East right now. I'm using this scripture only to show how faithful God is in keeping God's promises. Uh, but there is a problem with this uh, promise that God has made to Abraham, and that is in order for God to keep the promise, there have to be descendants, and Abraham and Sarah have no children, so there are no descendants, and they are getting older and older and older. And with every year, it looks like the promise is going to be impossible to fulfill. Yet what happens is, uh, of course, in um, Abraham's 100th year, Abraham and Sarah 
have a child, uh, Isaac, and Isaac becomes uh, the one who, from which all of the descendants of Abraham flows. And so out of this really miracle of uh, Abraham at 100 years old having a son uh, comes the fulfillment of this promise. You know, can God keep God's promises? Uh, you bet. And uh, there is another uh, problem with these promises that God had made to Abraham, and it was that um, that the uh, specific uh, land uh, in question of, of what had been Canaan was now Israel in 720 uh, BC uh, was taken over by the Assyrians, by Sargon II of Assyria, and all of the northern ten tribes were destroyed. Uh, the, the city of Samaria uh, utterly destroyed. They were taken away, those who remained, taken away in captivity and um, never really to be heard from again, and that these are referred to as the ten lost tribes of Israel. So how uh, can <laughs> how can God's promise be fulfilled to Abraham if there are if there is no Israel? Uh, but uh, again, um, God at work, and through um, the really the carnage and the awful death and destruction of World War II uh, and of the Holocaust. Uh, God brings forth a miracle, and on May fourteenth, uh, nineteen forty-eight, re-establishes the state of Israel. Uh, many of us, uh, this has occurred in our own lifetimes, and, and that's a miracle. It's a miracle of God providing um, the way in which His promise will be fulfilled, uh, and that's. You know, 2,668 years after Israel ceased to be as a nation, God reestablished it in 1948. Uh, can God keep God's promises? Uh, you bet. Now, there, there's another, there's another uh, uh, promise in all of this, and this this was a promise, a covenant made to King David that someone in David's lineage, one of the descendants of David, would always sit on the throne of Israel. Uh, but there's a problem with that also because at some point uh, David's lineage was cut off and certainly during the what's referred to as the intertestamentary time, uh, that time, the 400 years prior to the birth of Jesus, uh, when the prophets were silent, well, another thing was that the kings were not in any way really descendants of King David. And so that's problematic in relation to this uh, promise that God had made to King David. But again, uh, God intervenes and in a powerful and miraculous way and sends his son, Jesus into the world uh, to be born in the city of David, 
uh, to be born of the house and the lineage of David and to be that fulfillment. Uh, Jesus as the King of kings and Lord of lords forever and ever seated upon the throne of Israel, of us as the new Israel and the people of God. Can God keep God's promises? Uh, you bet. And, and, and what is even more interesting, I think, is uh, today, of course, there are billions of Christians on the face of the earth, and we are all in that way children of Abraham. Uh, we've come by way of Jesus Christ, but it is by also by way of the promise that God originally made to Abraham. Um, and... And so when God said, he will make of you, Abraham, a great nation, indeed he has, by having billions of people uh, on the face of this earth today uh, that are children of Abraham. Can God keep God's promises? Um, you bet. Now, I've been talking about this in sort of a macro way. I'd like to bring it down and have it be in a more micro way, which is to say, can God keep God's promises to you and to you personally? So um, let's just say um, you're dealing with a significant health concern in your life right now, uh, perhaps a long, even a long and debilitating illness, and uh, you're wondering, you might say, where is God in the middle of all of this? And, uh, but here, here is a, a word, uh, the words of Jesus, where John 10, 10, Jesus says, but I have come to bring life and life abundant. So the promise of Jesus in this is that Jesus has promised to bring you life. Can Jesus keep his promises, you bet. Um, uh, perhaps uh, thinking another way, maybe um, someone has lost a loved one and is really in the grips of grief and struggling with that loss in a, a, in a really struggling way and with a, a deep and profound ache in, in the heart and just... Uh, really, really grappling with all this each day and, and in such a hard and significant way. Uh, well, again, uh, Jesus promises us. Uh, he says, uh, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will come to you. And so the promise is that in our uh, grief and loss that the Lord Jesus Christ himself comes and brings us comfort and strength and ministers to our heart and fills up uh, that empty void in our heart where um, was our loved one and fills that with, with his love and his grace and his presence and his power. Can Jesus uh, uh, keep his promises? You bet. Uh, and, and there's uh, a better promise even from Jesus with this. Uh, he says, um, uh, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever lives and believes in me 
will never die. And then he asked, do you believe this? Yes, Lord, we do. We believe that through you, we and our loved ones have eternal life. Uh, can Jesus uh, keep his promises? Uh, you bet. Uh, or perhaps there is a, a, a deep uh, struggle uh, in your life. Um, uh, perhaps you've been through a very difficult period of time and you feel uh, beaten down by uh, something or many things in life. You've had multiple issues coming at you simultaneously and your heart uh, feels like it just is, uh, has been bruised and has been harmed. And, um, and even when you pray, um, um, if you're able to pray, maybe you're not even able to pray, but it almost feels like, well, is God really there? Is God really listening? Does God really care? It almost feels like the heavens are like brass and nothing is getting through. Again, there's a wonderful promise. Um, first in Deuteronomy in relation to Joshua, then again in relation to Jesus in the book of Hebrews. In the New Testament where it says, um, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never do that. So even when we may feel that God is far away, the, the, the reality of it is that Jesus is with us and is walking with us every step along the way because he has promised. He also promises, lo, I will be with you always, even to the close of the age. Can Jesus keep his promises? You bet. I'd like to close by sharing a little poem. Uh, I guess it's kind of old-fashioned, but it has helped me several times over the course of my life in ministry. I'd like to share it with you. It's called What God Hath Promised, and it's by Annie Johnson Flint. It says, uh, God has not promised skies always blue, flowers strewn pathways all our lives through. God has not promised sun without rain, joy without sorrow, peace without pain. But God has promised strength for today Rest for the labor, light for the way, grace for the trials, help from above, unfailing kindness, undying love. Can Jesus keep those promises for you? You bet. Let us pray. Powerful God, we thank you uh, how faithful you are, how extraordinarily faithful you are, how you make promises and how you keep promises. 
And even in ways and times where we think it is impossible, Lord, we trust that nothing is impossible with you. And so perhaps, Lord, someone who is listening to this today, um, Lord, needs to hear a very specific promise from you. And I ask in the powerful name of Jesus uh, that you through your spirit and through your word would speak that word of encouragement and hope into that person's heart today. Lord, we are grateful uh, that in so many ways, really in every way, that your son, Jesus Christ, uh, is the answer to all things, the fulfillment and the surety of every promise that you make. And Lord, that his abiding presence with us is our reminder that indeed you keep your promises to us. Lord, bless us now with faith and hope and love. And this we ask in the strong and the powerful name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.